five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA and the NMOA, National Mail Order Association. Emma Chamberlain in the Cosmos Beats Studio Buds. I have no idea what this is about, really. It's here, watch. Let's me get a sip of my headphone on my coffee. commercials as you know right but we'll get over to the story from Amy Houston and um, ad of the day Emma Chamberlain goes cosmic right okay so the internet personality joins Kim Kardashian Cardi B ASAP Rocky as a brand ambassador for Dree's new ad, Beauty of Immersive Sound. Emma Chamberlain transforms from an intergalactic being to her glamorous self. Oh, I I missed that. <laughs> that was what that funny silver thing was in the beginning, I guess, was her intergalactic being self. Uh, the sultry spot shows the social media star exploring a metallic world that goes from silver to pink, launching it. It's two new earbud colors. <laughs> You know, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, what does her dad think? <laughs> That's what I was really thinking. Thinking, you know, here she's a cute little baby bouncing on his knee. Now she's sort of prancing around in this weird, stretchy outfit. <laughs> TV. Anyway, I, that's just what happens when you're a grandpa. You think about these things. Okay, William Sonoma was upgraded. Um, I was really excited about this until I read it. And it said it went from underperformed to neutral. It means like sell, you better sell it to, well, maybe you can, maybe you can hold it, but probably not a big buy signal. And the article is kind of the same. It just tells you it's been up and down and, uh, you know, maybe it's doing well. It's got a dividend of 2.3%. Uh, the institutions are, you know, sort of holding it but not that much um so anyway do with it what you will um this article was interesting walmart's online sales exploded while target slowed again now um i saw some other articles talking about how um this was on a on on the same level the same causal force uh of the bud light phenomenon where Mondello is now the number one beer in America which is kind of ironic I think I don't think I've ever even had Mondello but anyway I'm sure it's fine right anyway uh, but um, I I looked into this a little bit and one of the things I said I mean it, it's a really big contrast Walmart sales are up overall 6.4% um, no, in-store sales were up 6.4%. Um, online sales grew 24%. Now, what I don't understand is if you've got 24% of, in, of online and 6.4% of 
in store why why are the why is total revenue only up 5.7 and maybe that's because of fuel it says excluding fuel but fuel prices are up so i wouldn't think that would pull it down any who knows you know lots of numbers lots of confusion anyway so its sales are up about six percent and target sales are down about five percent and so like i said some people are saying that's because target was so sort of in your face about um about pride week and things like that and their pride merchandise but doing a little further investigation walmart sticks with pride month merchandise despite heavy backlash at target they just said well we sell this stuff and the printout came out a little funny but they do sell it baby stuff proud love and stuff this is a proud love gender inclusive infants okay it's more about the mothers i suppose i don't think i bought kit my clothes for my kids much anyway so back to the article it says that um oh walmart made up the difference with grocery sales more than enough to offset the discretionary losses so the article basically says target sells home decor and and apparel um but walmart sells you know more necessities and walmart then as uh inflation fears have kindled um and people have now you know they they couldn't they couldn't go experience you know they couldn't go out clubbing or to sports events or anything <clears throat> so they bought decor items and stuff during the pandemic but now that it's you know gone back more normal that now um now people are looking to buy the necessities and save for the adventures which makes some sense so it's quite a long article uh and it'll be available in a few minutes over on uh wdma.org <clears throat> over there like and share um that really helps repost on linkedin <clears throat> so here's an interesting article by angela scott briggs I wanted to take a little time with this. What is direct mail and how does it works? I was a little put off by the typo <clears throat> at the end there. Uh, Angela, so I looked up Angela because I do that when I'm curious about, sometimes I'm curious about an author before I share the content of the article. Uh, and Angela has been an editor at Tech Bullion. Bullion? Yeah, it looks like it. Over in London for about seven or eight years. And so, um, you know, they need a better proof writer but very lyrical article very very interesting i really liked it um have you noticed how in this day of digital whirlwind i like that professionally executed direct mail is making a chic comeback chic yeah chic i guess wow like the dree headphones <laughs> we're in the mainstream almost okay hold on to your stamps we're about to enter the magical realm of direct mail marketing and the truth about what direct mail is and the workings of this entire process in a four-page article which is pretty pretty ambitious um are you all set to learn how these envelopes become the shining knights of your brand let's get into it it's just really fun you know we've ne i've never seen an article like this that makes it sound so um like magical right there direct mail is similar to your marketing friend who stops by with a smile and a physical gift. Wow, how cool is that, right? You know, I get gifts in the mail. Like, I'm a, I'm a Mint Mobile user and I got a tattoo. No Ragrats from, from Ryan Reynolds. 
I'm going to put it on one of these days, but now it's cold. But next week it's going to be warm, like 90s. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, maybe I'll wear it one of those. <laughs> I won't say what they're called. Uh, my Italian family used to wear those. Uh, you know, the cutaway muscle shirt kind of. Uh, I'm getting off track here. Okay, in the realm of marketing, it's all about delivering tangible things. Right, we sell tangible things, but we can deliver tangible things directly to mailboxes. Eschewing screens. This is fun. Okay, and uh, direct mail is as tangible as a warm jumper on a chilly day. Wow, this is awesome. In contrast to digital marketing that dances on screens. She could have put merely in there, merely dances. It's like marketing's warm embrace, beckoning you to interact in a more intimate, physical way. Direct mail stands out in the digital frenzy. Yeah, whirlwind frenzy, right? As a sign of differentiation, piercing the din like a solo in a symphony. <laughs> Angela, you're breaking my heart. I'm so moved. Anyway, so, and then she sticks in one of these, you know, maybe okay you know needs a little more context but it uh recent studies i always put that in recent studies have demonstrated its effectiveness with response rates for direct mail reaching 4.4 compared to 1.2 no 0.12 which is like a tenth or something no 20th i don't know a fourth (laughs) no it's not it's not 1.2 it's 0.12 so that's that's uh, a 40th or something. Okay. In a world of messages, it's, it's kind of like a handwritten letter. A sprinkling of trust is added to your brand's recipe. 80% of respondents are more inclined to open mail. Direct mail whispers authenticity at a time when screens scream for attention, making it a secret weapon to win the hearts and stand out. And then direct tactile, a respite from screen time. Uh, Segmentation involves conversing with each group, which makes your message seem like a well-known melody. Right, right. Not that most mailers do this. That's one of my problems with all of this. As As a male, direct male consultant, I would say most of them still just print a big thing and let her rip. But you could do this. Your text should, your text, creative design and content creation, your text should give readers a bear hug while your images should catch people's attention. Pretty good. Pretty good. And the images should work hard on their own. Uh, You know, scale references and context and product usage can all be conveyed by the images. Um... Your drafts, print and production, your drafts are prepared to spring to life on paper. Digital concepts are magically transformed into tangible reality through printing. It's like presenting a gourmet meal on exquisite China where quality is the star. Your secret ingredient is your attention to detail. How about that? Man, oh man. She might love mail as much as I do. The process is comparable, and then mailing list compilation is comparable to creating the party's VIP guest list. 
Carefully curate, making sure the addresses are correct. Wastage, not on your watch. No, like a skilled archer striking bullseyes, you are shooting accurately. Wow, wow. And uh, your male is taking front stage when the curtain rises, a triumphant, a triumphant entrance. Uh, the Postal Service or courier delivers your invitation to a high-end event while ensuring that each recipient receives your message. And, you know, I was, I've been, I was looking at Dick Shaver's, Shaver's book. Dick, this is it. And it has sort of a, a history of direct marketing. And he says, in the very beginning on page 12, he says, direct marketing isn't a, an idea that's tried and been tried and failed. It's an idea that's never really been tried. And I would agree with that after 40 years of this. And he talks about how, you know, the, the great catalogs still still feel like these are products they they like. These are products they use. They they you know the the, the woodworker supply John Worth, you know, he had all woodworkers on the phone. He had all people who knew how to handle a, a table saw or a miter saw or whatever and knew how to answer questions and knew how to talk with people that wanted to build things. You know? That's the heritage we have. You know, L.L. Bean, he, he, you know, he, he wanted boots that were waterproof. And when his boots didn't work that he sold to fishing and hunting license uh, holders in Maine, he took them all back and fixed them and worked it out and made them work. You know, and that's the, the heritage of his company. You know, uh, Wimmer Meats, not Wimmer Meats, uh, <laughs> oh, Wimmer's out in Nebraska. I did work for them. And uh, I, but I was thinking of the the guys in the guys in Wisconsin, but I can't remember the name. But you know, family-owned business, a lot of family-owned businesses. The Kringle business in Racine, Glenn worked at both of them. I'll tag him. Anyway, I will tag everybody. Uh, so the exchange begins with a wink and ends with a handshake. You know, it's really quality. And and uh, oh brother, oh that's somebody not watching the show. <laughs> my partner down there in Arizona okay you gotta watch the show know when I finish um, measure the ROI let the market tell you what's going on these are the cheers of your audience you know, but anyway Dick talks about you know that just that ethics of it you know that Land's End really does stand behind their products and they really do want quality Right? They want you to feel like you've really gotten your money's worth, and they still do. Okay, Direct mail isn't only a retro charm. It hides a cutting-edge tactic just waiting to be unwrapped. Think data first, examine customer preferences and behavior to create messages that are precisely targeted. Don't forget tracking, check response rates, make adjustments, try again, You know, which is testing. Um, Angela didn't want to say testing, but that's really what it's about. Um, it's about relationships. It's not about just mailing letters. It's a reminder that genuine ties still matter in the midst of screens and mouse clicks. Each piece of direct mail sends you, sent, you send out tells a part of your brand's narrative and has an influence on the actual world as you set off on your direct mail trip. Thank you for that, Angela. I really enjoyed it. Like and share. Inspire your friends. Have a great day. Bye-bye.